Okay, we need to get fucking on track. <laughs> Anyways, it's school, <laughs> school has started. It's day three. <laughs> Give day it up for day, day three. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Like that episode of SpongeBob. Like it, it's when they're like the Krusty Krab is running twenty four seven, and so on day three they're absolutely losing their minds. That is exactly how I feel. I feel like we are running twenty four seven. Yeah. 24 hours a day. No, we literally haven't had much of a break. And, like, every aspect of our lives, like, not just academic, not just personal, not just work, all of them are on full fucking run. Like, there's no... Because sometimes, like, school's just, cry, like, like, being a lot, and then everything else is fine. But, no, like, nothing is fine. Everything is a lot. Nothing is just chill. Are we not going to keep the drinking frame? <laughs> Or should we? I mean, if you're we're sharing it. it. Well, yeah, we're sharing it. We only had budget for one drink. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast hasn't made us enough money yet to both get our own drink. <laughs> um, no, literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> when, like, I remember in high school for some reason, like, asking my mom stuff about like her high school experience like whatever just to like compare them you know I was like oh what about this and like her I remember like her not being able to remember like stuff that I could not believe she forgot I was like how did you like this isn't like this is such basic like big event I was like how did you forget this right but literally today in this very moment I'm like this is how I was thinking about like what childhood memories are being erased <laughs> to like be able to be filled with the stuff that I'm learning right now <laughs> like they are actively like getting rid of my childhood to fill it with this <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this. This is how you don't remember high school. We lost his name. <laughs> <laughs> we threw out his name. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's where <laughs> I get it. Um, That's so, well, actually, like, I think, like, that's where me and Gia have always been, like, crossed at because Gia will be like, how do you not remember that? And I'm like. Like, she was asking me about the FAFSA, how, what I filled out on the FAFSA, and I was like, I don't... Well, you seem like you have a pretty bad memory in general. <laughs> that Drew is true. talks about it a lot. Does he? What does he say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but I've never noticed him talk about it much. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, welcome, welcome to, to crisis, crisis with Kira and Isis. Okay, so the <laughs> name of the episode is Welcome Home. Mm -hmm. um, Similar to last episode, we were talking about Welcome to College. Once you kind of get into college, it's the first time you're creating your own space. Um, even if you have to share it with like eight different monkeys, it's fine. Yeah. Like, this is your own space. <laughs> and you kind of have to start deciding like what you want that space to look like and how it's going to represent you. So we're going to kind of go into my home and Kira's home and how we kind of got there and what it kind of feels like for everybody or at least to us. Yes. Welcome to our homes. Well, so basically the past couple of years and like having my own space and then also you know, working with others in specific spaces like the sorority. 
Well, uh, well, if you didn't know, literally, Isis is, is my big in our sorority. So that part. that's how we literally met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Join Greek life. <laughs> yeah, like my freshman year. And my then... very first semester here, like within the first month, Isis was, we were in the same sorority, and then she became my big, and we've been in love ever since. <laughs> yeah, and that just like... I think like wonderful things come from it and it's shaped a lot of like who we all are and especially how who we are in our relationship is thanks to that. Yeah. And big is essentially just like big sister in mm-hmm. the sorority. Your mentor through your pledging process. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck how I go. Oh, so right. Curating spaces. I realize that I deeply care about ambiance and my like happiness and like creative spirit and like my spirit is like very affected by ambiance so naturally when I have guests at my home I deeply care about the ambiance and I would like to talk about good versus bad ambiance so the definition of ambiance is the character and atmosphere of a place And it goes into, like, a lot of your five senses. And I think creates, like, a dynamic and, like, interesting relationship with your senses and excites them and stimulates them. I would say, (laughs) and this is, like, specific to college, or it's kind of a joke, but it's more than, you know, a strip of red LED lights Mm -hmm. hung up. Um, Okay, so... In order to identify good ambiance, we have to identify terrible ambiance. Mm-hmm. And the epitome of terrible ambiance. <laughs> epitome or epitome? Epitome. Okay. I said epitome. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to correct you. No, Literally, no, you I just wasn't sure. I was like, am <laughs> yeah, I saying that? Yeah, no, it's epitome. Where souls go to die, the office. <laughs> You know her. You don't love her. (laughs) She makes you cry. The office. Okay. So what I like to call (laughs) zombieance. It seems like it took inspiration from a cave. Number one, harsh, fluorescent, white lighting. Garbage. Terrible. There is usually a lack of windows, so you're lacking natural light. Two, it's decorated in colors of grays and beiges. Terrible. Awful. Mm-hmm. So uninspiring. Soul crushing. It's the spirit of sick people. It's the color of death. It's sad. No, no. Bad. No good. <laughs> Number three, it's stuffy, it's dry, it's stale, and it smells like spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, and four, it's cold. And five, it's quiet, usually. And it's harsh. And, like, we're talking about auditorily here. It's, it's quiet, it's harsh, it's tense, and it's censored. And all of these create a very uncomfortable, just terrible experience. And I cannot believe that we subject, like so many adults to work in spaces like this. It's like every day. How uninspiring and soul-crushing it must be. And I am so sorry. <laughs> the other thing that, like, sucks about it is, like, it's a choice. Compared to, like, outside, you have no choice on what the weather looks like. You have no choice mm-hmm. on, like, what season it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, you fully have a choice. Like, people who design buildings, <clears throat> people who de- decorate buildings, people who pick buildings to work out of like these decision makers choose misery yeah 
Which is, like, obviously a lot of it has to do with, like, cost. But there's no way that it costs such a significant amount that you can't, like, add color. No but, shape. It's all oh, square. yeah. Everything's it's all angular. edges. Yeah. Egg, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, like, okay, yes. Under, yeah, understandably cost. But it's, like, you, you spend practically a third of your day and, like, life in this space. And if it, like, makes you want to freaking... <laughs> jump out the window like that why 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 have we like as society like accepted that as like sufficient and normal it's so significant to like your well-being and like creativity and productivity and like everything well, it matters like it, it matters wasn't well, the other thing is like people automatically try to spruce up the place they'll bring in their own decorations photos of their family and it's like that your natural instinct your literally instinct instinct is to bring in anything that makes you feel more comfortable your your nat your human need is like i need color and squish yeah texture okay so a lot of things that i do in my spaces that makes me happy and i feel like is uh, counteracting the zombiance of the office is number one dealing with lighting lamps lamps everywhere oh my god lots of lamps lamps everywhere i have a lamp like by my kitchen sink like in my kitchen <laughs> and like doing my dishes with just the lamp on at night amazing <laughs> and and like the countertops like you can't see like scratches or like scuffs or like stains, so it just like mutes all of the like funk. Some backstories needed. Kira has an older home. I don't even dude. Know. All the appliances are original and like from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, ancient, ancient, ancient. And anything that was white is now slightly yellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, this isn't because of Kira. It's just what she has. And so yeah. a lot of what a lot of the difference in mining Kira's style you're gonna learn is purely like us utilizing our spaces as they come yeah. and doing with what we can like some things we're not happy about but they are that that's what we have so that's what we're going to work with and that's what you're going to learn in college or just in your lo- young adulthood it's not going to be what you want it's no. never going to be what never. you want even if you work so hard to have it be what you want and spend as much money as you can afford to make it what you want it will not <clears> be so you just have to accept yeah. And fix or just and like you can't fluff. You have you cannot force an aesthetic into a space it's not meant for. You have to work with the space. Yes. You can't work against it. No. You have to work with it. Um so accepting where you are and then just like leaning into like whatever kind of goes with that. Obviously there is still plenty of room wherever you are for your own like personal preferences, but definitely working with the space is huge. Anyways, so lamps and then I would say yellow light bulbs. Definitely change out your white light bulbs for yellow light bulbs, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely like the warmer. T- you could also do neutral. It just needs to not be white. Yeah. Like the white. Especially the white fluorescent. overhead fluorescent lighting. Um, I think another big thing is like uh, dimmable lights or color changing yeah. lights. Yeah. I really care about like how the lighting changes throughout the day. You know, it affects your sleep and your mood and like everything. And so when it's like dark outside, I don't want bright ass fluorescent lighting as if the sun is in my home. Like absolutely not. Cause you know, the sunset gradually goes down 
you know, and your brain processes that it's going into nighttime and it's, you know, getting close to sleepy time. I want that also happening in my house. Right. No, I agree because, like, you've, like, my, you've been to my house. It's either really bright. Yeah. Or <laughs> extremely dark. It's mm-hmm. almost impossible to get, like, not iridescent, fluorescent, hospital brightness and like surgery room brightness um so yeah lighting's pivotal yeah. To, like, and like a, a adjustable human. lighting yeah. especially which is why lamps are great because mm-hmm. the more you have the less more you adjustable turn on. and especially since they're not like overhead and then you right. can if you can turn off your overhead lighting and just have lamps going great mm-hmm. great obviously you know we're in college we're obviously succumb to strips of led lights i mean come on we both have them <laughs> we both have and them and we like them yeah i love them um and like having ability dude having the ability to change the color of your space is insane like yeah. automatic is, uh, aut- red goes on and i like i <laughs> the fi- the visceral reaction <laughs> have like caused me like lifelong like it's like when you have to pee and then you step into the bathroom and now you have to pee so much more that's what red led lights do like i already felt danger before i went wherever i was going and i see the red (laughs) led lights and i'm like i gotta get the fuck out of this home yeah red is dead If you're a frat boy it's and you're also still using very, red. It's also like, but at this point, it's it's like cliche. It's so It's aggressive. like you you put on red and it's like a joke. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just a joke. Like, yeah, it's so funny. It's just so aggressive. <laughs> um, anyways, I think orange LEDs are the best. Yeah. The best neutral. I have orange going 24-7. I have my orange LEDs on. Yeah. I usually have my orange unless I'm going for a mood. Yeah. If I'm going for a mood, I'm hitting that purple. I yeah. like the purple. I like the... See, there's just sometimes you just don't get the color you're looking for. You know when you're stuck between like green and like green and you're like, but yeah. I just want green. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, two color. Inspiring color. I would just say, if anything, just like go bold. Like, who cares? Obviously, if you're in a space where you can't paint, this is, like, less obvious. If you can paint, absolutely paint. Who wants four white walls? But I would say if you can't paint, I would say an easy way to just, like, color a wall is with tapestries. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't love that, like, they can, they look cheap sometimes and, like, you know, kind of bad. But just for str- sheer just amount of color payoff, you get so worth it, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I have pink cow print on my walls. Um, well, I think that was a step of your pink. You started with the cow yeah. print, and then from there, now everything else has become pink, pink slowly. Yeah, yeah. And then for me, I cannot so, paint my wall, so mm-hmm. I have furniture, and my furniture is going to start becoming more and more colorful. colorful yeah. Because it's like, so I had my space originally, and I was like, I want it to be mature. I want it to be, like, clean and, like, classy and natural wood, like, just not painted wood. Um, but I like thrift a lot of my stuff and literally after a while, my space, my house just started looking like a thrift store and I was like, this is not (laughs) working. It was dust. It was just so dusty and grandma-y and I realized I was like, what? Like, am I, I, I was just like, I realized, I don't know if 
the next stage of life, like, I'll live alone. I know for a fact that this stage of life I'll be living alone and I have, like, almost complete freedom to make this look however the heck I want. Also, it's the best time to make the worst interior design decisions. So I was like, I have my whole life and, like, when I'm making adult money to, like, curate a space of nice natural fibers and like expensive things that'll last a really long time and are timeless timeless pieces that I can invest in this is not the time for that like because I can't afford any of that right now so I might as well like it's all cheap so it might as well just be freaking my imaginations like my Barbie house desire my Barbie house so that's exactly what I did I went in a like almost like after I had that realization I almost instantly shifted gears into barbie land and now i have an entirely pink living room yeah and a blue kitchen yeah you do (laughs) and it's everything i love i know i love i love it um so the candles the smells the smells a humidifier and incense (laughs) they both create they also both create a visual which is really cool of like smoke and like Mm -hmm water vapor which is fun very Mm -hmm. subtle but it adds well like yeah having smoke in the room just smoke in general we all as humans have like an appeal to it for whatever reason so i like incense um culturally some people are like nah not my thing like Mm -hmm. i've had people like come into my house and be like uh and i'm like and it smells like a campfire (laughs) yeah but then you kind of come to a point where you don't care and because like i go into people's houses i'm like ew why the fuck does it smell like pumpkin spice latte in here yeah so yeah you just gotta accept that you're gonna rock with whatever you like do what you want yeah but and also when you're in it and long enough it goes away like you forget yeah whatever you smell i don't love really strong incense Mm. um and i don't burn them super often but I do like them every once in a while. See, I cook a lot, so my house always smells like food. So mm-hmm. the only thing to, like, <laughs> repel chicken curry in the air is an incense. Yeah. Um, which but also, like, cooking or baking is also a great way to scent your house. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you're going for. <laughs> that's what you're going for. Um, and I hate Febreze. <laughs> I just want that to be known. I fucking hate Febreze. She also hates car incense. Oh, God. Car fresheners, just air fresheners in general, they literally hurt. They hurt. She, like, comes into my car and, every like, she single pulls out every I car incense. out the ones, and, like, the, ones, the ones in the air vents, I mean, they're all terrible, but, oh, my God. And she, like, looks unwell. Dude, they literally make me sick. Like... <laughs> Oh, God. I haven't bought a new one because she keeps taking the shit out. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Anyways, I love, for texture and warmth, blankets, rugs, carpet. I have carpet, so I feel like that naturally makes the space, like, like less cold. And, ru- and just, like, cloth in general. Fabrics. Uh, is pleasing. It's comfortable. It's comforting. It's cozy. It's warm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Good times. And then I'll always turn I usually turn on music if I have guests coming over. I feel like the pinnacle of ambiance. <laughs> this might be, like, hyperbolic. But fireplace for your home, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have never met someone on this earth who fireplace for a home so much. Like, most people are like Netflix and chill, and Kira's like, fireplace for your home and chill? Like yeah. it's a it's it's like a personality trait at this point. It's so good, it's so good. 
And it's not like a personality trait that like comes and goes. It's been there since I've met her. It's funny because it's like, it is kind of tacky because it's a video of a fireplace. But like, it's just, I don't know. Like, there's just something about it that's so good. Also, I think because we're in college and it's like, there's room to be tacky. And it's like, we obviously, none of, who is... Who has a fireplace right now? I actually do have a fireplace, but that's not the point. (laughs) So fireplace for your home is great. And it's just like, and it's funny. It also makes people laugh, like, and they forget that it exists, and it's just good. Yeah. Um, But if it's not, but obviously in the summertime, fireplace for your home isn't really the vibe. When it's warm out, no, that's not what you need. It feels uncomfortable. So I do also like a fish tank video <laughs> or if you literally just look up psychedelic visuals on YouTube, very cool. Good times. Makes everybody happy. Anyways, I would say these are like the strengths of my home and I would say it's great for altered states of mind and gossip, cuddles and creativity. I think it's a space that kind of heightens what you're feeling. Which is why I think a big weakness of coming to my place is that if you're hungry or unwell, I don't do a great job of helping those. I'm not very mom-like naturally, so I also don't like to... Oh, God. My snack game is not terrible. No, hold on, because I'm, I'm going to talk shit right now because I <laughs> love snacks, Kira the other day, she's like, why don't you ever want to come to my place anymore? And I just realized because I always need something and I always need something to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, I do not want another sparkling yeah, water. You're kind of going to starve. It's pretty sad. I don't know. It's definitely something I want to work on. Like, it's not I'm not well-rounded in that capacity. I remember I was hungry and she had cottage cheese mixed with goat cheese. And I was like. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) And now she was like enjoying the fuck out of it. She was was like in there. It was a blueberry goat cheese and it was delicious. You would think that's like a five course meal. Well, first of all, groceries are expensive. (laughs) I don't snack and I live alone. So it's it's hard to keep on hand if you're not constantly going through them because then I feel like they're not. They're just wasted. Yeah, exactly. So. I think it'll get a little bit easier as I get older and probably have a family. And anyways, anyways, that's me. I think we should go into Isis's now. So, as far as strength and weaknesses go, Isis, <laughs> mommy Isis is amazing if you are unwell. <laughs> Isis, her ol- oldest sibling, definitely a mom. <laughs> I think it's, I'm the youngest, so I think that's honestly a lot what draws me to her is I went to college and I was like, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and she absolutely provided that for me, and it was amazing. She's fed me more times than I can count. Snacks, tea, blankets. She's cracking open fruits. She's making tea. She's brewing coffee. If you need a hug, like a really good hug, <laughs> go to her place. Well, like tea's important. It is. Also, a lot of people. It's not. We don't. We don't culturally drink tea. So right. being in a home that is very tea forward is awesome because it's like you're like. Oh, 
tea's so good. Like, why don't we do this more? Why don't we do this more? But we're just not used to it. Anyways, are you thirsty, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> bitch! Oh my god! If you literally pull out a menu, like her fridge, half stocked with like at least four different beverages. <laughs> Kira, Kira, Kira has water, sparkling water, and whole milk. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of whole milk. And that's it, but not Isis. So it's literally like the Polar Express <laughs> in like the hot chocolate scene, or like the hot chocolate like musical number. And like, hot, 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 we got it. Hot, 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 we got it. Yes. That's Isis. It's great. It's amazing. And it's so natural for her. I have to invite you over for food, for food to probably ever be involved, you know, with like girlfriend stuff. I'll be like, should we get some snacks? Like, I'll like talk. We have to like preemptively talk about it. You can, like, show up to Isis, and she'll just, like, be cracking open watermelons or, like, making dinner. She'll be like, are you hungry? Yeah, usually she's hungry, too, so that helps <laughs> a lot, too. <laughs> or I don't think if you were ever, like, I'm hungry, she would be like, eh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I feel like I have to get up. And I think I got that from my Armenian grandmother. This is, like, something very normal for Armenians. The mother or the grandmother doesn't sit down. Yeah. Like, you're, like, begging them to, like, take a seat. Uh-huh. And I always thought it was really annoying as a kid. I was like, bro, yeah. just come eat. And now I'm like, huh, you don't want to. Like, you just you just don't. Like, you're having so much fulfillment <laughs> by cutting open a goddamn watermelon. Uh-huh. They're like, why would I sit? I could just be making this juicier. Yeah. So, I don't know. Which made me realize, I thought about this, like, a lot, like, our different hosting styles. We have very different hosting styles. Insane. Uh, I like to put in the effort, like, before anyone is there. Yeah. Um, And I don't like to be, like, fiddling very much, like, while guests are there. I like to be, like, just in, focused on, like, enjoying the company um, and kind of, like, experiencing it, like, with them. But you're very comfortable with, like, doing things while people are there. And, like, all the, like, details I put into my space are, like, almost, it's half. Because I think I'm just, like, an artistic, like, person and also love validation from other people in that regard. So it's constantly, like, for a viewer. Right. You know what I mean? And I love putting in the details for people to then come see it and, like, have a reaction that's right. like ha- that's that's the fun for you me the, yeah like you, you're like behind the curtain kind of person exactly and so for me like if i think about- i like to have a musical with wings where you can't see what's happening backstage and all you see is like what i want you to see right see and then for me i have no desire of prepping without presence like i <laughs> want presence i want people and i think it makes it more fun for me and also it's part of it's a skill like i, I cook a lot more than you do so i don't have to give it my focus like if, if i was cooking something very special or very curated i would probably want to prep beforehand like the before borscht. People, like the borscht <laughs> like that's something that takes a lot of time and thought and like i care Sure. But when I'm making like chicken fried rice or like some kind of curry, like I don't care if you're there, if you're watching, it doesn't make a difference. It actually makes it more pleasant for me because otherwise I'm sitting in the kitchen cooking by myself and it's not like stimulating. It's just like it's a chore at that point. When people are there, this is not a chore. This is a show. Yeah. Now you're getting friend time and doing something that I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that's really nice. I would say like the other thing 
Like a really big difference between the style of your hosting and the style of my hosting is I am like an engaged host and mm-hmm. Kira's a disengaged host. So yeah. that's the thing. Like you can go to <laughs> Kira's house and she can like walk upstairs and take a nap and you will just not notice. But like I feel like as soon as I disengage from my guests, like it's like tense. Yeah, like it's like as if like someone's just stopped the music. And I've always actually kind of like been jealous of that with Kira because like <laughs> I feel like I'm like sometimes I want to like could just go outside and take a walk or sometimes I just want to like lay down for a minute. I feel like kind of yeah like I, I can't Irish exit. Yeah. Like I yeah. cannot. Yeah. I love like creating like a space where like the people are either like engaged enough with each other like what's I've like created to where I can then just like float around in a way and like enjoy it not do something go over here and it's like not affecting anything they can still have the good time that they came here for yeah and like another thing like you're saying like you really like to play music or have like you're like also likely to have like um cartoons on or a movie on Mm -hmm. and that's like something I cannot do like my speaking of like the senses like sound for you is a very big thing like when you come over like you're the one that plays music I very rarely exactly am playing music and like same thing you'll feel noise with just like white noise of like tv or movies and for me like the only thing that fills my space in terms of sound is socialization so I can have a lot of people over and they could be doing like little group things but like the sound is human made actively. I don't have just like sound, which is something that like is really nice to have because I think that's why, again, you get to be a little bit more like aloof. Like if I play my music, I'm stuck. Like my my, my shuffle's not good enough to just leave. <laughs> like you have playlists, curate, like you like to create curate sound. Yeah. And that's much different than what I can provide because I do not curate sound. So mm-hmm. I don't even have a playlist applicable for this. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a very theatrical person. It's so silly to think about it as a production, but it's like practically a freaking production. It's like, what can I do? Music. (laughs) Music. Lights. Camera. Ready. Go. (laughs) Yeah, and then for me, I was going to say in terms of sound, like, fucking forget about that. And then in terms of smell, there's, I was cooking, and it smells like food. There was, I was cooking and now I'm not and it smells like incense (laughs) or incense. Like the smells in my house are directly attributed to like what's going on. My stuff is so like sterile that it doesn't allow room. Well, you're in a literally brand spanking new apartment. Yeah. With all new appliances, with marble countertops, with, well, I think think they're they're laminate floors. So, you you know, it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot brighter. It's a lot newer. It's real square. It's real square. It's almost like an office. So basically what I have is an office and I had to create it. But it's still like, but it's nice because it's like, you know, it's like, it's fresh. and fresh. I picked my unit purely 100% without failure based upon the brightness. That was my number one factor. Like how much light does this apartment get? Yeah. And that was like the only thing I considered for the most part. Like two bedrooms and does it have light? Yeah. I would say literally, well, it's weird because we have the same problem with windows of like we only have light coming from one wall which is so frustrating oh my goodness I would say that's like my biggest complaint about my place is like the lack of like ability for lighting and then the reason why even though we're both south facing even though we both only have light coming from one place the reason mine is brighter is literally just because I have like higher ceilings so basically I have a office adjacent 
is what I was given. So Kira was given old, and I was given office adjacent. And she, old you know, and dusty. And she paints. She decided to like lean into the colors and painting it pink. And basically, what I've leaned into is like, okay, it can stay stay angular. It can stay gray. But what I'm doing instead is I'm throwing in color. So like my kitchen chairs are orange and my like bar stools are green. And I'm just adding. I have like basketball historical figure painting things and Kira's apartment is like groovy and I have lava lamps to add groove like it isn't naturally groovy so basically like in terms of like sight it's very bright it's very clear it's very like clutterless oh this is a big one you feel like you could touch anything in Kira's apartment Mm -hmm. even though Kira is not someone who (laughs) wants you touching all of her shit you feel like you can go and touch well, it. Well, there's all. like I there I put out like toys. I yeah. literally like put out toys. Yeah. That I do want you to touch. Right. So in like my sophomore year or something, I found like a shake weight at a Goodwill and I was like, this is so funny. And just like wanted it to like be out to like the conversation it. pieces. For example, your lamp is not something you want people touching, but it almost looks like it can be touched. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can go <laughs> grab it because it has the glasses on it, too. I feel like I can grab it and just shake it. Uh-huh. Like, the only thing that's stopping me from doing that is, like, having a fucking frontal cortex. Very playful. Yeah, it's very, like, ju- it just wants to be touched. Yeah. And then my apartment, I also have toys. <laughs> I also have things that want to be touched, but no. Nobody is touching my shit. No. Like, it looks like, a, not like a museum, but that more vibe of, like, it looks like things to be looked at. Yeah. Not, it and, like, it looks like they're nice. Right, but they're, like, they're not. not plastic. Like, I have a slinky, and Kira's the only person that ever touches it. I it's, broke it. <laughs> yeah, but it's 100, and we had the lightsaber, which Kira also broke. But my point is, is, like, we have toys and things that are meant to be and touched. And Isis doesn't care if you touch her shit. No, I'm all. literally, like, I, no part of me gives people, like, I shouldn't. So then it's like, but I, so I, I my space <laughs> naturally is like, says don't yeah, touch. Yeah. Like I have a shrine and I feel like people stay like three feet away from it. <laughs> like it's insane. Well, and she's like giant, like crystals, <laughs> like shit that looks like you just don't, you, you don't even want to like be in the realm of breaking it. But like, I also have like a bookcase and normal people walk up to a bookcase and like, will pull a book out and look at it. I have literally seen people go up to my bookcase and like tilt their head <laughs> and I'm like, you can touch it. Like, it's, they're just books. But, like, I don't know what it is, but people are, like, not touching yeah, that shit. Yeah, but the whole, it's the whole vibe of the space yeah. is what creates that. That, <laughs> even when there are things that are 100% touchable. Oh, also, I love keeping musical instruments around as, like, decor. Yes. Slash functional decor. I don't. Not that I don't like it. Like, I'd have a piano, like a grand yeah, piano. But, just... but see, that's the difference. Kira has a keyboard. I would rather nothing until I could have <laughs> a grand, grand piano. piano. Yeah. So it's like, I will have one eventually. Yeah. It's just also going to literally... be a piano no one wants to touch. <laughs> right. I had, like, bongos hanging from the wall, which yeah. in no way looked good, but it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Man. Grand piano. <laughs> Goals. The other thing is Kira's house is like, you. if she provided it, <laughs> you'd feel like you could go like crack a beer and like pour it in a solo <laughs> club from like up here. <laughs> and then my house, it feels like you'd like need to wait till someone serves you a cocktail. Yeah. No, Isis has a cocktail house. Yeah. I have... She's damn near a keg house, like a keg that you'd be comfortable putting <laughs> on the carpet. It's more like a stoner house. Yeah, definitely. But... Yeah. No, what would you call it? A stoner den? A stoner den? The Kira Shack is a stoner den, even though I'm not a stoner. But I love the vibes. I mean, I would say... 
It's a cultural thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you have a cocktail house. Yes, and I would say like my biggest weaknesses in terms of my apartment is like it's cozy in experience, not cozy in existence. Kira's house is cozy in existence. If you're sick, maybe not so much an experience. But like other than that, you're having a really good time if you're there. But in my right, place, even if I'm not there, yeah, if you're not there, you're fine. <laughs> like you are, it's great. Yeah. But in my place, it's like if I'm not there, you probably feel uh, like the only reason my home feels like home is probably because I'm there. Yeah. Which sucks because that's not what I'm trying to do, but right. it just is. <laughs> No, it's actually so funny when we were talking about this, like we what we realized like about our spaces and what they say about us. You're such more of like a naturally like warm and like inviting person and your space is the complete opposite. Um, but it doesn't matter because you feel the energy like Radiating. from you. Um, and like for my space, I have a harder time conveying that with like my language and body language like as a person and so I, I have to create it in my space like I have to have my space speak that for me right otherwise if we like swapped and I had your space I feel like no one would ever ever ha- want to come over or enjoy their, right. their time Kira's yeah. house gives college yeah and mine gives somebody here has well, a job yeah it gives college and just like artist funk right town and yours is like mature city uh, penthouse suite cocktail <laughs> black stainless steel. No, I can say in general, Kira is the creativer, creativist one. Um, yeah, and, and it's not that I'm not creative. It's just that part of her education is in the arts. Like art is like yeah. her. She there's she is an artist. Yeah, and I am. Well, yeah, exactly. It's practically a skill that I've just right have developed and so for example like i'm very creative Mm -hmm. but in a completely definitely yeah like in a completely like analytical way right it's just not it's not like the stereotypical because you think of like creative and you immediately think of like art Art. but there's so much there's so much more to be well that's why like for just a side note like stem like them thinking about stem and turning it to steam like where art is a fundamental part of stem is really important because it's like a lot of the solutions that you need need creativity oh yeah even design exactly like who wants an ugly car nobody you want a nice design so it's like you should be able to take your skills your hard skills and find artistic ways to like yada 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 and like you know talking is my art and so it's like I guess excel (laughs) right I mean everyone's creative everyone just doesn't believe it yeah so I would never get a PVC pipe and make it a didgeridoo. That's nice. That is nice. That's creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that we have in common is our bedrooms are not reflective of our home. No. Oh, those absolutely. Just, those, so different. They might as well be closets. So different. Also, such a different purpose, which, like, respecting the purpose of a room, huge as well. Bedroom is for sleep. You think I want pink cow print as I'm falling asleep to look at? Or, like, freaking whack-ass mirrors no absolutely not sleep peace sleep Sleep. there's nothing especially if you don't invest in the way it looks it's so easy to just go to sleep right like when you have no (laughs) expectations no anything you're like like i have black sheets and a black comforter and a black pillow and no extra pillows do you know how annoying it was when i had decorative pillows on my bed 
Do you know how every night I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these? Why do you think I want to fall asleep at work? No, <laughs> I don't work in an office, but <laughs> if I did. Something that I think is important is everyone doesn't want guests over. Like everyone is not trying to host, but that's true. something that's very important for yourself, especially like, is, like if we're talking about this young adulthood, like for example, when you're in the dorms, you eat, sleep, study, socialize all in the same space and it really becomes hard to like associate well with that so for example like naturally if you like snack a lot while you watch movies either when you're watching a movie or sitting on your couch you're gonna want to snack so for example it's really important for me to never socialize in my room never hang out in my room because I want when I go in there for my brain to be like okay it's bedtime um so even if you're like okay well I don't really care about hosting people you should still care about the ambiance of your space because at the end of the day, it's like you're living in it and it is going to affect you. And yeah. you can you can create something that will positively affect what you want to do. So, for example, I used to never be a homebody. I hate being at home historically. But my current apartment, I've just kind of created a space that I enjoy being in. And, like, I've made these vibes that I didn't have before. So now a part of me actually just wants to sit at home and just exist in my own home. And the only thing that was lacking was me creating these kinds yeah. of vibes. And that's, like, a huge goal with like having a home and especially like getting older and like buying a home and like having a family and creating a space that you want to be in it shouldn't be a place that you feel like you need to like escape and like get out of the house yeah no that's that's facts right there because and it starts now right it starts as soon as you have your own space yeah and like it sucks for people who are adults or young adults that don't have their own space because then you're like kind of controlless of the space, which I have sympathy for you, but there are still ways for you to, even in your own, like in the dorms, for example, like, you know, I just chose that I was going to do homework at school. Like, I'm just not doing it at home. And so, like, for example, if you're at home and you're living at home, like, you could easily just, homework is not being done in your bedroom, even if you have a desk. Forget about it. Just like, and like, same thing, you could get LED lights for your room. Like, it's not – you could find ways to hit those vibes that you're looking for. And just by ch- simply changing the colors of your LED lights changes the entire vibe. Like And you're rearranging a, furniture. Oh, do that all the time. Oh, and feng shui. Yeah, consider that. Yeah. I mean, feng shui also, like, efficiency in your space. I'm constantly reassessing efficiency in my home. Yeah. I mean, and then storage. Oh, my God. That one's so big. If you feel like your place is constantly cluttered, you probably have too many things. One, throw shit away. Stop buying garbage. Like our consumerism is so, I don't even want to get started. I had to go reorganize my entire closet this week because I felt like it was just never what I needed it to be. Yeah. And just surely we got rid of so much shit by like actually being like, what is the purpose of the space? What do we want it to be? And then like making that. Mm-hmm. Like, those are important things. So, like, you always have control and starting now is so much easier because you don't want to be, like, 30 – you don't want to be getting married. Yeah. Consolidating a space from two individual people to, like, one home and just it being yeah. terrible. Like, if me and Kira moved in together, we'd probably be able to make it work. But – Yeah. And I, I think nah. we both have – We'd be pretty, pretty good. We'd you, have a swag. It's your time. Yo, yeah, it'd be – It'd be we'd have, cool. We'd have a, a when mojo we have a dojo. studio. Oh, oh my god! But we're gonna um, have a mojo dojo fucking casa house when we get a studio. Like it's gonna be uh, all those things. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, okay.
But it's your time to develop your opinion, including, like, interior design. And it's going to change. Oh, yeah. Like, there's things when I was a freshman that I would I had everything as, like, blue and gray as a freshman. (laughs) Like, so blue, so gray. But I was scared of color. Yeah. I think it's much better to, like, go really bold and then be like, that was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Get weird. Who cares? Yeah. You can undo it later. You can undo it. It's stressful when you're broke and, like, (laughs) you're trying. But being broke, having limitations is where true creativity comes. So being broke is a limitation. Living with roommates is a limitation. All these things are limitations, and it'll help you become more creative and more concise in what you're looking for. You'll literally get smarter. Yeah, like your brain (laughs) will be like, ah. Ooh, ah, creative solutions. And because of that, you'll actually, when you have freedom, when you have space, when you have money, you'll actually be so much more efficient than someone who didn't. Innovation that inspires. Is that what it is? I know there's like some good. There's some saying like that. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. You know? (laughs) Well, first things first, For what you need to do is you need to go home or go into your space and ask yourself and start thinking about the things that you like and do not like. And it does not have to change to something you do like. It just needs to change to something different. So you don't like what you see. You don't like your furniture. You don't have to change your furniture. Change the direction of your furniture. And, like, those little things will eventually help you figure out, like, what is most important. Anyways, wrap up. What's your place? What are the, what are your, the three big points? Gossip. Cuddles. And creativity. And sex. And sex. My place. But that's the cuddles. Canoodling. Canoodling. That's that's why that was thrown in there. Mm. To be less crass. (laughs) Mine is socializing, eating, and laughing. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Crisis with Kira and Isis. Bye, bitches.